Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. listening to the intoxicated podcast my name is sarah and welcome to the podcast people um if you are new to this show this is a show where i have my friends on and they pick a particular type of alcohol and we drink it and we talk about anything at all there's been a wide variety of topics on this podcast and this week is a little bit different this week i do have my friends amanda and amy on um what's kind of cool about this is amy um was actually on episode three of the show check that episode out because it's pretty awesome Amy's great. Uh, Very glad to have Amy back on the podcast, and it's probably not her last time, so stay tuned. And I also have Amanda on as well. Me and Amanda went to university together, and later on in life, Amy and Amanda ended up working together. So we're all kind of connected, and uh, very excited to have both these ladies on the podcast. We decided to get together and talk about Kesha. Kesha has recently returned to music after a long period of not releasing anything, and I really wanted to talk about this because I was so inspired by her new song called Praying. It made me cry when I heard it. I kept listening to it, and I kept crying. I'm just very, very happy to see Kesha back on the music scene, and Amy is a huge Kesha fan. So we really wanted to talk about everything she has been through and her whole musical journey leading up to this point, and It's a conversation I think is not necessarily a fun conversation, but it's an important one. And uh, I'm really glad I got to have it with Amy and Amanda. I really did want to start moving in this kind of direction of talking about topics that are a little more uncomfortable, a little more serious. Um, I think that's kind of the cool thing about this podcast is it is going to be a mix. Um, You are going to have really fun episodes like the Century one, which was just last week, which was an utter shit show. And then ones like this that are a little more in depth and a little more serious. So let me know if you like stuff like this. I would love to hear some suggestions for anything you guys want to hear about, really down to talk about anything, and I'm sure I know someone who is also down to talk about it. This episode was actually way longer. Um, I am going to post sort of like a bonus mini episode. Um, We did try to change things up at the end and kind of end on a more fun note, and we did play some Would You Press the Button, which is a great game that me and Amy played on our episode, but in the end, it ended up being kind along and I did want to sort of dedicate this whole episode to Kesha so if you want to check out the kind of the more funny fun stuff um, stay tuned for that mini episode but for now I hope you guys enjoy this conversation Um, if you do have any comments on it or feedback at all we would love to hear from you Um, so what are your thoughts on Kesha's new music and and everything that's happened with her because it's it's pretty crazy what that girl has been through. So as always, make sure you are following us on social media. That would be Intoxicated Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is in underscore toxicated. Make sure you are subscribed to Intoxicated Reviews because that's going to be a very active channel. Lots of stuff planned over there. Corey has knocked out a couple solo episodes. We have one up all about Baby Driver, which is a new movie that's out. So go check that out. And there's much more to come on that channel. And that's about it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. So, we are here with a returning guest and a new guest on the show. So we have Amy. Hi. Amy is back. back. She's she she we didn't scare her off too much the first time around. She came back. Amy, um Amy did episode three with us. So that's yeah, like way it was back. a long time ago. So she is back. And we have Amanda. That's me. Hi. It's Amanda. Oh my god. Okay. So this is how we're gonna get into this because I'm gonna just tell everyone to go listen to episode three with Amy because we talk about our friendship origin story and it's just a generally awesome episode. You need to listen to it to understand yeah. anything from this episode. Oh, that's actually very true. You're probably gonna reference a lot of stuff that you reference. Sure. <laughs> no, I just mean you know your life experience and whatnot. You talked a lot about that in episode three. I, I guess I yeah. was mostly joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm. Serious. If you haven't noticed, terrible at sarcasm. Like. People say things, I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you have to hold a sign, sarcasm really sign. really not sure how we're friends. <laughs> it's like 90% of what I do. I ask myself that all the time. I'm like, why is Amy still friends with me? But anyways, no, but seriously, episode three is fantastic. So go check that one out. But Amanda yes, and I went to university together. Yes, we did. We did PR at the Mount. PR at the Mount. Back in the days when our dreams were so bright. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we met, like, we just met in class, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you were good friends with Heather, and I was friends with Heather, so then we were all friends together. And we actually had, we had, like, (laughs) I don't know Heather. Heather's awesome. She's going to be on at some point. But us three kind of had a study group, like, a study group formed of us three where we would always cram for exams together at Heather's place. Yeah, yeah, Which it was, was fun. Cool. She she always cooked for us. She oh, yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're university friends. So today, guys, we're drinking rosé. Yes, we are. Cheers. Because, oh, yeah, cheers. Because, because Kesha's middle name is Rose. Yeah. And that Kesha was, Rose uh, Sturbert? That was totally planned. It was not an unexpected thing at all. We totally planned that. But today we're going to talk about Kesha. Um, Kesha's back on the music scene right now. Um, she kind of blew up big time. She released two songs. What did you say, Amy? Was it two songs in a week? Yeah. Um, well, one song um, on Friday and then uh, the one right. next Friday. Right. So she's just pumping out the new music, but she really made a splash when she came back with, with Praying, which is a oh really God. powerful song. So we actually just, we literally just showed Amanda... The yeah. two songs. And Rain I, I and was like, woman. I asked her what she thought, and I was like, no, 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 just tell me on the mic. So, what did you think? What did you think, Amanda? Well, Praying was a pretty powerful departure from her yes. previous work. Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty phenomenal. Like, the aesthetic, while still pretty um, fashioned, or was the word I'm looking for, it, it was still manufactured. More, yeah, not as manufactured. It was more natural, much more of a Nitty-gritty. natural look for her, mm-hmm. and yeah. just the, kind of the, um, the video in its entirety. Yeah. Yeah, she still had that Kesha spirit in it. Yeah. You know, like the rainbow and like the glitter and like just the free it, spirit kind of hippie-ish yeah. sort of Yeah, the things we love about has. her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the song itself, did you like the song? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to go home and dance to that in my underwear. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, the thing is, is like when I heard it, it like I cried. Like I actually, like I had my headphones in and I just... Like the lyrics and everything, like yeah. for anyone who's ever been through any type of hardship at all, it'll it's speak a to you. Powerful song, and also too, it's like 
we're used to the Kesha that's TikTok and the clock. Like, we're kind of used to Let's that not side. speak poorly of that Kesha. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not speaking poorly <laughs> right. of it at all. It's just a style that we're more used to with her. We're not so much used to the ballads. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least mm. I'm not. Now, her I only songs her kind songs. of um, reverberated with a certain type of person, whereas praying, yeah. it speaks to anyone who has ever been wronged by someone but still G- is getting is, up and moving is, forward. Is still wants what's best for them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I thought, I just think it's a beautiful song. The high note part, like, mm, I just, I never, it makes me want to go back and listen to all the rest of her music. I did. Because it makes... And I mean, okay, that and that's, I guess, leads into this, is, is Amy is a huge Kesha fan. So huge. So what was it about her that made you become such a fan? Um, honestly, I really liked... Uh, it, it started with just like, oh, these songs are super catchy. And like, I can't, I can't get TikTok out of my head. And yeah. then I, she released um, other songs. And I, I just... I. I Everyone, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm really digging this. And then I just kind of started watching interviews with her, and she just, like, it seemed like there was a lot more than what she was showing, and it was like a lot of it was just um, a stage presence, and she just seemed like such a good person. It's right. Yeah. And she just seemed really talented and to have consistent, like, hits. Yes. And, like, she's definitely a talent, and I found out she wrote up pretty much, all, oh, well, she wrote all of her own music and then wrote uh, songs for Britney Spears. Yeah. Like, Lots of other artists as well. And I don't know. I just like her, the fact that she was so talented and seemed like such a fun person. Like, I think that's something that attracts me to her too. She just doesn't, she just doesn't give a fuck. Like, she's like, I'm going to put a dollar sign on my name. I don't give a shit. I'm making that money. You know what I mean? Actually, that's ironic. The dollar sign was meant to be ironic. Because she, um, she was, uh, I actually wrote, I wrote down the quote here. See, I, I like this because I don't, I like, like I said, I, I know her hits, but I don't yeah. know too much about her, like, in terms of, like, yeah. trivia and facts. Well, like, she grew up poor. Mm-hmm. And, and she wrote, um, like, and this is a, a quote from her. I'm, uh, I was happy being broke. I'm happy not being broke. To be honest, kind of repulsed by the gluttony and excess of a lot of people in the limelight. So she put the dollar sign in her name as an ironic gesture. Right, okay. And it just kind of took off in a different way. Right. And she's not doing it now. No. I listened to a recent interview with her being like, I'm dropping that because that represents... Yeah, she dropped it in uh, That represents a different era of, yeah. of me kind of thing. She dropped mm. it in uh, 2014 when she got out of rehab. Mmm. So, do we want to get into like kind of the timeline on what happened with her? Maybe yeah. start from the beginning. I have 2005 is when she started. Is that yes. right? That is correct. I, If you can hear me, dear listener, I, graduated. I took notes. Oh, she did. I get bonus points. <laughs> 2005 is when I graduated high school. So. I also raise my hand every time I'm going to talk. <laughs> 2005 when you graduated high school? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'm old. <laughs> I'm older. (laughs) I am the youngest at this table. How does that feel, Amy? Pretty darn good. (laughs) Yes, in 2005, she signed with Kimosabi Records. Mm -hmm. And so she started working with Dr. Luke right away, right? Yeah, like when she was 18. Okay. And from what I wrote down is that she signed for up to six albums. That is it. Which is a lot of albums. Yes, it's... um, 
uh, one thing she uh, brought up in her case was in uh, California, I believe there's a, a seven-year deal, which I am... Full disclosure, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> full, full disclosure, none of us are. Yes. <laughs> um, so we're really just kind of going off of... So I, I might be completely wrong in a yeah. lot of what I say, but this is from what I understand. In California, where she is from, or where they were signed, there's a seven-year contract law that's uh, in place to, uh, to like, prevent new, um, new artists from being exploited. Right. Mm. And so one of her um, issues in her counter, or one in her lawsuit with Dr. Luke, was uh, bringing up the seven-year law. But they were the um, trial was in New York and not California, so it didn't didn't count. Right. Oh shit. That's all. Like that's a long fucking time. Is that like a minimum seven years? No, seven years is the maximum. Oh, Sorry. okay. That's okay. why. You, uh, okay, got you. To got stop you. young artists from being um, taken advantage of. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's good. Um, she, I don't know exactly how long her contract was, other than I I just found it was... It was for six records, up, so... Okay. Yeah. So how many does she have out now? Rainbow is going to be her third, so... Er, oh, man. Because there was the first one. I don't know what the first one was called. There was Animal. And then and there then, was Warrior. There, yeah, there was Animal, and then there was, an, like, an EP with... Mm-hmm. Animal. I think they were released at the same time called Cannibal. Oh, right. And then there was Warrior. So I'm actually not sure if Rainbow was her third or her fourth. Right. But she still has a way to go, I guess, on her Yeah, contract. there's still quite some time. That sucks. Um, I did look up an article. I was just, like, looking up, like, record deals and what's the, like... What's, what's the, the deal, deal with what's the deal, deal with them? <laughs> and one of them, an article I found was, like, red flags you should look for when you're signing a record deal. And one of them said, like... Beware of multi-album yeah. contracts. Like, beware of that. Yeah. Because usually there's a reason why they want to lock you in for that long. Oh, yeah. But Dr. Luke himself worked with so many different pop stars. Oh, yeah. Pretty much like Katy Perry, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah. So he's like a well-renowned douchebag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Producer. <laughs> Also a douchebag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Professional producer, personal douchebag. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's when she signed on with Dr. Luke. And she was 18 when that happened. Yes. Um, and then in 2006, and this is where the fact that I am not a lawyer also comes in. So she signs a, a ma- management deal with um, DAS. Um, in 2008, she parts ways with DAS, um, later states that she was induced, intimidated, and uh, convinced by Dr. Luke to cut ties. Hmm. Then in 2010, this comes, um, this is a, uh, something that comes up very prominently in the lawsuit. DAS led to this, they were sued by DAS for cutting ties and for um, money owed. Um, from cash and royalties, from the fact that TikTok was such a huge success, which came out in 2009. Yes. One thing that came up in that suit was that, as far back as 2005, Kesha said that Dr. Luke raped her. Right. After um, It was after a party at Paris Hilton's house, apparently. I actually I didn't know that. that. Yeah, in October of 2005, allegedly, is when it happened. She said he gave her uh, something called sober pills that no she thinks was Shit. a roofie. So he's like, you gotta sober up, take these pills? Yeah. 
That's, Ooh. yeah, super, super fucked up. That is really fucked up. But that suit led to a, de- uh, a deposition that says um, that where Kesha was videotaped saying that Dr. Luke did not sexually assault her. Oh. Yeah. Really? So, I'm bringing up my other notes here. That was used prominently in the lawsuit. In the lawsuit? Yeah. Because... She was videotaped saying it didn't happen? Yes. Yeah. In 2011, Kesha had previously sworn under oath that Dr. Luke did not drug or assault her. This was uh, regarding another... I'm just strict... I'm reading from my notes here. Right <laughs> yes. Now. Yes. This was regarding another lawsuit against former employees... Or in former uh, managers, DAS uh, Communications... And then uh, this was, of course, used in the case against Dr. Luke. Kesha and her lawyers maintain that these statements are false and are the result of fear, abuse, and rape trauma syndrome. <sighs> but she still videotapes saying that he did not sexually assault her. See, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Woo, that's shit. Yeah. I think... Okay, so that brings up something here. Because I think a lot of times, you guys probably agree... The one thing that people is like the criticism of when stuff like this happens is, well, why didn't they speak up or why didn't they tell the truth? And people don't realize that these women, like these, you're intimidated, and they're going yeah. through PTSD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, literally, like they're going through, and they're, and then they have people convincing them that they, it didn't happen, or mm. like there's so many things at play here. Yeah, that fuck with it. That people don't understand because they're like, oh, that happened in 2005. Why didn't she say anything? Like, that's yeah. that's what a lot of people, that's where they go. They well, don't get that there's so much at play. Yeah, there. you're terrified. Not to mention your career. This is someone your who is in charge of your career. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. That's fucked. Yeah. I see. And that's one thing I didn't realize that it went as far back as 2005. Oh, yeah. It's a long time ago. Well, like, according to. Once again, in the, the lawsuit, um, the judge said that the most recent, like, alleged assault was in 2008, which at the time of the lawsuit was passed the statute of limitations, which having a statute of limitations for rape is just... Wrong. Yeah. Just terrible, and there should not... Yeah. There should not be a statute of limitations for rape. It must take fucked up. years for someone to come to terms yes. with that, that trauma, and, like, the people are even barred from having um, like psychologists and experts like testify in court to this fact as to like why have why did it take you so long to accuse yeah. the accused and you, they're not even allowed to hear that psychological testimony Jesus Christ if you guys want to get depressed specifically about rape and statutes and limitations for rape watch the keepers oh dear oh I'm not done it yet but I'm like three quarters done it's fucked oh uh, spoiler alert so fucked it gets worse oh god <laughs> well Amy you said it right I think on Facebook you're like if you want to feel joy don't watch the yeah, show if you want to ever if you ever want to feel joy in your life don't watch the keepers but it's very important I would recommend watching it just to yeah, because it's such an important piece of of, of the world, right? Uh, our fucked up world, right? So okay, so then, so where are we at now in terms of the timeline? Okay, so that was 2010. Um, TikTok released 2009. Um, in 2012, uh, Warrior came out, right? And this is um, where the issues she had with creative control over her music comes up, right? Um. Right. She was, uh, one of the singles from Warrior was Die Young. 
And that came out, uh, I believe, around the time of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Yes. So there was a lot of issues with that. Um, Kesha tweeted um, in regards to the criticism. I understand. I did not want or I did not. I'm sorry. My handwriting is terrible. Um, I understand. I she didn't say the handwriting thing. (laughs) Uh, She tweeted. I understand. I did not want to sing those lyrics. I was forced to. Forced is in capitals. This um, this is a tweet that she then uh, deleted quickly. Mm-hmm. So, and I have that note as well. It was right around then when the, the Free Kesha movement happened. Yes. And she actually came out in an interview. She was asked in a Rolling Stone interview being like, do you have creative control over your music? And she responded with like, not really. Yeah. So here's my question, and this is going to be tough for you to answer, I think. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. Does that make you, like, when you look back at her music, you still love it, obviously. You're a Kesha fan. Does that make you feel differently at all about her older music? Because you know she was under the hooks of this guy? Yeah, absolutely it does. I was listening to Warrior... um, I was listening to Warrior this morning, actually, when I was going for a walk, and uh, yeah, it, it makes it you feel like kind of throws did, everything under a different light. It's like, did you enjoy these songs? Did you even like them? Like, it makes you just wonder how much. I mean, obviously, he had control, but like, how much control did he have? Like, yeah. it's just it's fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, those songs were good songs. Yeah, but you look back and you're like, she was probably unhappy as shit singing mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Well, and she still like wrote the songs, right? Like, I don't, and I, I'm not sure how far was it. Just songs she didn't want, she wanted to sing that weren't allowed in, or right. like I, I guess it really yeah. depends on like what the creative. Or did he take the songs and be like, sing them this way, or yeah. do this with that? Yeah, he's like, the producer, right? Yeah, so he yeah. Would, like she brings lyrics, melody, but he can totally change all of that yeah. in the mixing booth. So I mean, even if you are the songwriter, you do have pretty limited yeah. control over what's happening with it. Yeah. And then the f- add-on, but add-on the fact that this guy assaulted her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Years ago. And you're still working with this person. Yes. It's not a situation mm-hmm. of you had an experience and you've gotten rid of that person and you're moving on. She's moving on. She's trying to move on while still working with him. Yes. While recording an album for her While fans. making an album that profits him directly. Yeah. Like, it has his name all over it. I mean, yeah. it, it only serves to, to better his career in the yeah. long run as well. Right. Yeah. I he just, is his, like, little pet musician. And didn't she machine. record something, like, over 200 songs, and he just kept yeah. rejecting them over, yeah. like, just hand over fist? She said one, there was one song she loved um, the best that he just would not let her put in the album. And not at all. Yeah. It's just, it's really fucked up to think about that. And, like, yeah, it's not like she could even turn around and then do anything with it either on her own. He owns that. Yeah. He, he owns all her product. So yeah. that means she can't do anything with it, no matter how she feels about it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty intense. And I can't imagine, like, what she would be going through, like, emotionally as well. Like, like your creative output. That's your babies. Those are your babies. Yeah. He's taking yeah. her babies. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> no, but wow. No. Yeah. Real. No. For, for real, though, it's what she's... 
And imagine too, when you're a young girl, you've worked so hard Mm -hmm. to get to that point. You like she moved from Nashville to LA to pursue a career in music, and she finally landed this record deal. And then all this shit happens, Mm -hmm. and she's stuck in this contract. Like it's just. Well, I think it might come out in this next point here. Mm. In January 2014, Kesha admitted to rehab um, for her eating disorder. Right. She said that. she said there were uh, that a lot of it was caused by Doctor Luke. Uh, one point, telling her she looked like a fucking refrigerator. What? That was a direct quote. Yeah, From I just scrolled through Wikipedia yeah. to try and catch myself up, and I saw that <laughs> he called yeah. her a refrigerator. I really couldn't believe yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then in rehab, she um, tells stories about uh, the abuse she suffered under Doctor Luke. Um, these notes were. She tells these to the doctors and nurses and staff in the rehab center. These notes are used as evidence later. Mm-hmm. That's And good. that's um, after she gets out of rehab, that's when she drops the dollar sign from her name. So when she recorded that video message, like the video message saying that he didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the deposition, yeah. Is kind of the underlying thing of that being like she was kind of fo- like obviously forced into saying that by someone. Because obviously when you're in rehab... You're more vulnerable. You're opening up to people. Well, this... That's the true account, right? Yeah. That's how I would see it. She recorded it... Um, she were That video was recorded in 2010. She was in right. rehab in 2014. Oh, okay. So that was that was earlier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to get an idea of, like, how that, how that worked. So she went in for... She said she had an eating disorder. Yes. Okay. And how long was she in rehab for? A while, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah, like you don't know what you guys. Oh god! I mean, it's such a um. Why did I even take detailed notes? It's such a common thing for female pop stars to go into rehab. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, yeah. it's an incredibly stressful life, yeah. and just you have you can. I mean, I'm assuming like it's a stressful life. You have pretty much everything there. You can do take whatever yeah Yeah. and also you have the paparazzi like just watching everything you do critiquing every pound you gain like producers calling you a refrigerator yes and uh, that's just like the weirdest that's not even like i don't even understand like where do you even get that from like she's she's not even like like her body type is not just square like she's got an hourglass figure yeah she is (laughs) She's, like, a, a very natural woman. Like, yeah. she looks normal. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, damn. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I wonder how many uh, how many kitchen appliances he called her before uh, before he settled on refrigerator. Refrigerator, yeah. Fucking microwave oven. What an idiot. And then in October 2014, she files a lawsuit and Dr. Luke files a countersuit. Right, so yeah, she essentially, of course, yeah. yeah. He came up. She came up being like, "He's sexually, verbally, and physically abused me." Yeah. for and she said ten years for ten years. Yeah, she, um, starting two thousand five. Right when she first started. And then oh, is this where our notes coincide? Yeah, can we so, get this, I, I get this high five on the I mic. Just, I just want to know. Like, I didn't take a lot of notes. Very. It was. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yes. Um. But yeah, and then he came out saying, obviously, no, I didn't. Really? Like, is yeah. that what it was? Wasn't it like a tweet or something? Didn't he post a tweet? And then he tweeted out at one point, I didn't rape her or assault her. She was like a little sister to me. Like, yeah. At one point he does say she was like a little sister to him. <laughs> I love that. 
that sound is like what everyone is thinking. Can you do that again closer yeah. to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me feel super duper icky. Yeah. Well, I Super mean, du- duper icky inside. That makes me think of the the rape scandal in like the Navy and the Army and all these female soldiers who are coming out having been raped have a very particular type of PTSD that is pretty much, well, only seen in cases of intense incest. And that's because it is like, you know, pounded into your brain from when you get there that we are a family. These are your brothers in arms, now your sisters in arms as well. You you see them as your brothers, your commanders as like your fathers, and then when they rape you, it's like someone in your own family is doing yeah. that. The Oof. same mental scarring. And really, just hearing him put things, yep. like his relationship in that kind of context, just framing it like that just really creeps me out. Yeah, wow. it brings the that, feelings... 110%. Because you can just picture, like, a young Kesha, like, I'm 18, I'm gonna record music, I'm Yay. gonna brush my teeth yeah. with all the jack with in the all world. The jack that, like, she's coming in, and then this guy's like, well, I'm gonna take you under my wing, and yeah. I'm gonna teach you the ropes. And I, you're right, it, like, enlists this, and, like, well, that's what I'm Bill your brother. Did, right? That's mm-hmm. what Bill, uh, every single woman that has come forward to accuse him of rape said he was a mentor to me, he was helping me with my career. Oh, my God. It's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking yeah. disgusting. Yeah. That, like, someone would take advantage of the vulnerabilities like that. Uh, in February 2015. And this is where we get into the legal stuff. Once right. again, want to reiterate. <laughs> we I are have lawyers. No actual applicable law knowledge. Should have gotten a lawyer to come on with us. Or, like, I've oh, yeah, been a judge for 10 years. Does I. I- does that? I said Amy has been a judge for 10 years. My dad's a retired Supreme Court judge. Oh, shit. So you have the That's most true. law experience of anyone. But he doesn't know about the podcast. No. Maybe I should let him know so he can give us advice every now and then. I have been a practicing judge since I've been 16. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. But, I mean, we're, we're taking a lot of this from just research that we found. Exactly. What we know of what happened kind of thing. So Yeah. Um, this is actually, um, this timeline... I, I got it from a, a bunch of different sources, but uh, it's a. I got a lot of it that was really helpful from Telegraph.co.uk. Mm, okay. So, okay. That's like, in case that... anyone wants to find a bit more detail, that was a very helpful um, article I found. And mine was from Billboard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mine was just a timeline. They just did really quick little bullet points about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're quoting our sources, people. Mm-hmm. So, in February 2015, Kesha files for an injunction request um, to be allowed to stop working for Sony um, slash RCA slash Dr. Luke. Okay, so, I don't know what an injunction is, but I assume it's... It's a legal thing. thing Thingamajigger? (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, I guess, stepping in to stop the contract. Um, Okay, okay. um, So, saying, I just want to get out of this early... I just want to... It's take, like getting out of your cell phone plan, but not, not as easy. Is she only allowed to be in a contract for up to seven years, though? That's in California. Oh, but the thing so in through New York. Yes. All the, thing the legal is, stuff is through New York. In her contract, which she happens to be disputing, um, Dr. Luke has the right to choose the area where any legal battles would take place. How? That's in how her contract, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Mm, so yeah, he that's... chose New York. Whereas most of where all of the abuse occurred in uh, California, and uh-huh. there's that the the seven year contract law is in California, not New York. So that's why 
most of it got thrown out because it's just not applicable really? in New York. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked. How can yeah. I go to a, a court in New York if it all happened in California? Well, I guess, um, it's once like again, his, I'm not a lawyer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so like that's what happened. there or something? Like, yeah. yeah. That's hmm, real yeah. fucked up. Real fu- Okay, so, but the I think the big thing. So or, well, she tried, she sued him in California, and then the, I think it was the trial in New York took precedence. Okay. Mm. Something like that. Once again, I'm not yeah. uh, entirely, um, I'm not very well versed in law, as I have stated yes. very many times. Yes. But um, it was something like her, um, the the trail in California got um, got postponed for the trial in New York. Right. Okay. okay. That's all really fucked up. Yeah. Um, so, and then the judge, the judge, like, denied it, right? She... Um, all of the, the abuse injunction. claims were dismissed. Right. And that would have been... Now, I have February 2016 written down as when the judge denied it. Uh, yeah, that was April 2016. Uh, in February 2016, her injunction was denied. Oh, okay, right. Okay. This is the injunction to be... Uh, request to be um, let out of the loss... Or let out of the contract from uh, Sony. Right. That was denied in February 2016. Not released from contract, partly due to the fact that uh, Sony was offered, uh, Sony offered to let her record without Dr. Luke's influence. So she would still be in the the contract working for Sony, making money for Dr. Luke, which is the douchiest name. (laughs) I've just just... been holding that in this whole time. It's the the douchiest name. Where did he get his doctorate from? Yeah, Yeah. it sounds kind of like a porn star name in a weird way. I don't even really know. His name is like Lucas Godwalt. But I'm going to keep calling him Dr. Luke, because it's the douchiest thing I can think of. That's pretty douchey. And whenever I say Dr. Luke, just pretend I'm saying... Just just know I'm saying it mockingly. Right, yeah. Yeah, we're not fans of him at all. Um, So in April 2016, all of the abuse claims were dismissed. I actually have some um, notes here about the judge from this trial. Uh, Judge Shirley Kornreich. Okay. Um... She is married to Ed Kornreich, who is a partner in the legal firm for Proskauer Rose, who represents Sony and RCA. Really? I'm too drunk to follow that now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) First spell of the night. (laughs) All right. So, the judge who dismissed all of these claims is married to uh, someone who is a partner in a legal firm who represents Sony RCA, who is... Who Kesha's contract with? Who Doctor? How is that not biased? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Was that like not... that seems like a conflict of interest. One hundred percent, it would be. So I don't know how that didn't. How, how that, that didn't get hot or no like brought that up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When they're like appointing a judge to the case, they're not like. Are they not thinking about stuff like that? I did, I I think it would probably be up to the judge to recuse themselves, like because yeah. the court or whoever's assigning everyone wouldn't know everyone's potential. Right. Yeah. Conflicts of interest. It would be the probably within the ethical right. parameters of the, the but, job for the judge to stand up and say, I shouldn't. I shouldn't do type. this. Yeah, I shouldn't right. be a part of this case. So we got, um, I got a couple quotes here from this judge. Just, I'm wow. not, I'm saying this without can any, you, like, any so, of my own personal influence. You can take from this what you will. But can you say it in your judge voice as best you can? 
I'm looking into myself to figure out what a judge voice is. <laughs> I'm imagining something that sounds kind of like Martin Luther King Jr. I don't know why. Okay, was I was just... picturing, like, um, for some reason, a waitress at a, um, like, truck stop diner. like With the gum. And yeah, the, with the, the cigarette, with the ashes falling into your coffee. And the like, baby. Yeah. Do not allege that. No, I'm not. Doing oh that. no, that's great. Yeah, it was gravelly. Did it head to gravitas? It sounds like a grumpy woman judge. Do it. I'm just worried no one would be able to understand what I'm saying. You do um, you, boo boo. Okay, so Kesha, um, one of the uh, one of the allegations is that uh, Dr. Luke created a, or did a hate crime, mm-hmm. and this is what the judge had to say in regards to that. Uh, they do not allege that Dr. Luke's that Dr. Luke harbored animus towards women or was motivated by gender animus when he allegedly behaved violently towards Kesha. Every rape is not a gender-motivated hate crime. How? How is that? <laughs> Did they... Is there so more she's to that not saying, they explain that? No. <laughs> she's not saying... I guess she's not saying it's not a rape, just that it's not a hate crime. Just, I guess, sometimes you just want to rape someone. And it's not motivated by gender rage. Dear God. Um, I don't even know what to... I, I don't, don't, don't even know what to say know, to I, I, yeah, I don't know what to say to <laughs> yeah, It was just a, a quote that I was like, huh. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> not, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> well, that pretty much sums up how our entire society yeah. views rape. But yeah. Really <laughs> and the though. core systems. Really, though. Shit. Uh, her claims of insults about her value as an artist, her looks, and her weight are insufficient to constitute extreme outrageous conduct intolerable in civil society. Well, I'm sorry. If she were working at, like, anywhere else other than maybe a restaurant because they still abuse each other a lot yeah. there. If, if yeah. I was at like, a call center yeah. and someone yeah. called in and said any of those things, I'd be free to hang up the phone on them. Yeah. I, well, I mean, if someone in your workplace is pressuring you for sex or saying horrible things about your body, you're, you're going to have recourse. Not very civil yeah. society. Yeah. Except apparently not in the music bins. But not in the music okay. bins, no? We're getting towards the end of this timeline. Yeah. Um... This is a brutal timeline. Yeah. No. It really makes you realize, though, that girls been through, through some fucking shit. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listeners, are you ready to get fucking depressed? Yeah. If Let's you're not do already. this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In 2016, Kesha drops charges, stating, This lawsuit has been so heavy on my once free spirit, I can only pray to one, uh, I can only pray to one day feel happy again. Yeah. And so she dropped it. And at the time, a lot of people were like, why are you dropping that? Yeah. What? And I think she came out saying, I just want to record music again. Yes. For my fans. Like, I think that's what she came out saying as her reasoning. But I remember at the time, because this was a year, like over a year ago, people were like, why the heck did she drop it? Yeah. What are our thoughts on that? Her dropping the lawsuit? Well, I mean, it's, it wasn't working out in her mm. favor. The At system all. re-victimize. It only yeah, yeah. It only serves to re-victimize using money and of certain crimes. Yeah. And yeah. at what point are you going to allow yourself to be abused to that extent? Like, when are you going to cut it yeah. off and say it's just I've had extending enough? Extending this emotional pain for her. She can't record. She can't do anything. And it's a money pit for something that's obviously not turn it going to go her way. Not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing. Thanks for clearing that up about her not 
working directly with him because I wasn't sure yeah. about that. So she she was still under him, but she was she didn't have to work directly with him in the yeah. studio. He would not okay. really have any say in her music. It would just mm-hmm. still be so that's she would bit, still be making money for him. That's though. better. Yes, <laughs> it's not um, <laughs> and, fantastic, but it's in this part. Deep breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In this next part, I get a little, um, I'm not entirely sure I understand, so I kind of okay. wrote just bag notes so I don't get too into the details and sound like an idiot. I'm going to ask you questions on details. Fuck sure. you! <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, purpose. You know what, Amanda? I'm a motherfucking woman, and you can't do this to me. Well, I am also a motherfucking woman, so I guess that kind of cancels it out. <laughs> so <laughs> so our woman is this is canceling Our woman eye. So am I, everyone! Uh... <laughs> Okay, so in January 2017, <laughs> Kesha requests to amend her uh, case, and in March 2017, her counterclaim, which was the, I guess, the request to amend her case, was overturned by the judge. Um, her mm. request, um, this counterclaim, um, this is going to get you guys mad. Okay, I want. let's get mad. <laughs> Um, I'm always mad. So the reason that's why we call you a mad duck. Oh, <laughs> no, that, that doesn't deserve that. Oh. Um, so the reason the countersuit was uh, overturned was because the judge said that the she um, when Kesha signed with Dr. Luke again uh, in 2008, the judge said that. The abuse Kesha suffered when she signed again with Dr. Luke was foreseeable, saying that she has admitted that Gottwald's alleged abuse began at the outset of their relationship in 2005, so she should have known better than to sign again with him. Well, what are you supposed to do? Like... <laughs> I yeah. said you're gonna I, get mad. I really yeah. don't like it when people assume that oppressed people, like, have all these all these opportunities to assert rights. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, they were... These people are oppressed. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't have the right to say and do things that, you know... Mm-hmm. Would, yeah. You know, it's like an abusive an abusive boyfriend yeah. or husband or a partner. You don't not, think you have anything else. Not necessarily male, but, you know, like, they're somehow holding you to this high standard of conduct or responsibility over things you have no control over. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know you're a loser and you don't have control over anything. Like, they, you right. can't have it both ways. Yeah. So they were essentially like, okay, because you didn't speak up in 2008. Yeah. It's not legit. Yeah. You, you should have known you were better. Getting yourself yeah. into, you knew basically. you were getting yourself into, You knew you were getting involved with a uh, abusive douche nozzle and <sighs> That's you shouldn't have done that. So therefore, it's all your fault now and you gotta live with that. Yeah. And so she's still under him. Yeah. Um, Even to this time. Well, okay, so I, I read a couple conflicting in things in here, but all of the conflicting stuff seems to come from BuzzFeed, so I, mm. I, I'm not to say anything <laughs> bad about BuzzFeed news, it's just, it seems like their wires might be crossed, because it goes against everything else I've read. I think right. you were being generous calling them news right there. <laughs> they do have a news, they, they can be yeah. good. Um <laughs> I just like their lists or their quizzes. Yeah. I like the thing about the dogs. Oh, 25 dogs that just can't right now. (laughs) Uh, 
I was talking about the one where it's like from the perspective of a dog, and they're like, "Oh, my human, my oh, cool I dog. haven't read those. And then, oh, it's a video, and then there's one for cats too. What? I care less about that. Oh, I care more about that one. I have to find that. Oh, yeah, I think they should stick to the the human interest. Like a cat's diary or a dog's diary, something oh, to that effect. You need to check that out. So um, I'll link to that um, in this episode so that everyone's cheered up a bit at the end of this. That's a good idea. <laughs> so I guess Doctor Luke's contract ended uh in 2017 um so he no longer holds the position of chief executive of kimosabi records uh so he is no longer a producer but from what i understand like so he's not work like he's not working with her (laughs) but from what i but once again from what i read on buzzfeed He's still um, connected somehow. Yeah, because from of doc, work. a statement from Doctor Luke's legal team said, "Now is legally requ- um, that the album was released with Doctor Luke's approval." This is okay. So, so maybe because the work started while he was still there, maybe uh, or maybe he's like, yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still like earning from her record. Right. It's just not creatively um, okay. Involved. That would make sense because I don't think he would. <laughs> he would have let the song "Praying" come out. Yeah, but she that seemed to be pretty specific. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know if I was just writing what I know about the situation onto the lyrics, but come on. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of God stuff in that song. Oh yeah. I and she even um, it was interesting. I, I listened to an interview with her, and she even said she's like she admitted she's like with songwriting you can be sneaky, you can yeah. make it really really vague, yeah, and make it very broad, and it can be about one person, mm-hmm. but you make it broad enough that it's not. Yeah, you know what I mean. And but I think that that's a good thing about the song as well. Yeah, it it can you be know? applied to yeah, it reaches so many people because. It's like it's, a universal yeah, feeling. Its message yeah. can apply to so many. Yeah. So that's so fucked. Like I, I did not realize there was so much. Oh yeah. Back and forth in the the legal aspect of the time. Yeah. He sued mm-hmm. Kesha. I did not he sued that. her mom. Like. Yeah, for defamation of character. Yeah. Right? Oh man. So I wonder if anyone, like any artists, have. Just stopped straight up working with him since then. Business must not be would, great for him. I would doubt it. I would say he'd probably come out of this smelling like a fucking rose. Because that's what happens. <sighs> that's I know so... Katy Perry has worked with him since. Like that photographer that was raping everyone for American um, American Apparel. Oh, what? It was like, well, there, was, there were two. Uh, well, there's Dev Charney, the guy who uh, started American Apparel. He was recently pushed out, or in the last couple of years, pushed out. But he was the one behind all of those, like, those ads showing women who were just in the middle of being sexually assaulted or, you know, um, maybe not assaulted, but in the middle of sex. And uh, I can't remember the photographer's name, but together they kind of set that as- aesthetic. But the photographer, like, he's done, he did uh, Miley Cyrus's video, Wrecking Ball. He directed that. Okay. Like, and this is well after all these allegations start coming out about him. Right. So, really, I, it doesn't 
people still want to work with you. Yeah. Even yes. if there's shit like this going on in I the background it's, or it's flying around about you. I Brian Singer, my God. Yeah. He's been accused of raping little boys and he's still directing blockbuster movies. I think at this point, Brian like Singer. in Hollywood, it's like, it's like a necessary evil. Like, it's like, oh, they raped someone, but it's not like they killed someone. Polanski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh my geez. God, Polanski. What's this now? Oh, Roman Polanski. He oh, is he the? He's been in exile for like twenty. Yeah, 30 he can't years, come to the states, 30, right? Years now, my God, because he like the 70s. raped a thirteen-year-old. It was his cousin, and they were involved. I just had watched something recently on this, no, but I now the it was details. His yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure that it was like a cousin or relative of his, and her mother sent her over there for him to photograph. Oh, yeah, definitely something to do with photographing. Yeah, and then one thing led to another, and. I, I I believe she has said throughout the years that it was mutually consensual, but she was 13. Yeah. I mean, nothing consensual when you're 13. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's yeah, who, so who, he, who is this guy? Is Roman, Roman Polanski? Polanski? He's a director. A director. Yeah. He directed yeah. Rosemary's Baby, which is a movie I love. Actually, I feel. Um, yeah. Fun fact, because I know you also really like true crime. Mm. Um, Roman Polanski is Sharon Tate's uh, husband. Sharon Tate mm, was one. Um, Sharon Tate was pregnant when she was murdered by the, the Charlie Manson family. With yeah. his baby? Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah. Shit! Yeah. Okay. Now I the think rape was... of the thirteen-year-old happened after this. Oh, was it? I thought it was yeah. at the time he was married. No, it to her. was like he claimed it as like a emotional thing. I'm like so fucked up right now. Yeah. Oh my dear lord! So you've said that you have a lot of knowledge about stuff like this happening in the entertainment industry. Is there any other big cases that we might not know about so much? I mean, there's there's probably tons of them. There's <laughs> the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we just know about this one because it's Kesha. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I'm not one to really believe in conspiracy theories, but, like, the the Hollywood, which we touched on. I should say, Brian Singer has never been accused of rape, just to, <laughs> to yeah. cover my butt. Right. Uh, but he has been linked to a few people who have been uh, convicted yeah. of child rape, um, so it's it's kind of like supposedly an open secret in Hollywood that high level executives and directors and whatnot will have all the little girls and boys over to their places and have their way with them, basically. Yeah. And the same with like politicians and, and stuff alcohol. too. With, with politicians, I'm not. Like, like I say, I'm not into the conspiracy okay. theory side of things, but, like, this Hollywood thing just really kind of, yeah. I don't know, for whatever reason, I kind of believe more, I have more of an inclination more. to believe this is happening. Yeah. And not in, like, a super organized way. There's no, like, child rape mafia, <laughs> to my knowledge, no. uh, or belief. But, you know, it's just absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah. like these you have people everything have available to you these grown men have these children just sitting there desperate for their chance to be famous because that uh, is all that matters uh, God. and you know they're willing to do anything in many cases can we just listen to woman again i just need to be happy <laughs> i just need to be happy we're gonna end the the like the outro music will be woman okay that's I quite enjoyed that. I was was gonna, a, I'm definitely going to dance around to my underwear to woman. Yeah. I'm going to tell like Dennis all like the time, I am a motherfucking woman, woman. so I get out of my way. just yeah. really appreciate that, well, A, I appreciate that it's not like, that it's like, you know, trans woman inclusive. Like, it didn't say anything specifically about, like, being able to get pregnant, like, being able to get pregnant or, like, yeah. having tits. Like, it's like, yeah. 
Woman it's, is attitude. Yeah, woman is, yes. yeah, I'm a I motherfucking mean, woman. Anyone are, can be a woman. Genders yeah. are socially constructed, so yeah. anyone can take that yeah. construct and put it on. You can be a man, you can like, sing it, you can be a trans woman, you can sing yeah. it, I'm a motherfucking woman. I, yeah. No, maybe it's that's fantastic. just what I read into and, it, and I might be wrong. Someone else probably has, like, a million different critiques saying why I'm Hitler, but... No way. Um, Antifa. <laughs> but I think it's great that she came out with praying. Mm-hmm. And then came out with one. Yeah. The show that you know what I mean? Like, just still, like, it was a really good. Okay, this is what I went through. It was fucking terrible. I'm coming out on the other side. I'm stronger because of it. Mm. And now, now look at me. Now I'm mostly, mostly free of his clutches. Yeah. Um, And now we're going to see a new Kesha. Like, it's going to be a better Kesha because she's going to be so much more emotionally happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It reminds me of Pink. Like yes. her, the the drastic difference between her first and second records because the first one was completely produced by other people and like basically she was put into this little stylistic box of yeah this is who you are going to be as an artist yes. and she said fuck you guys yeah I yes. want to do what I want to yeah. do and personally I actually preferred her first record to like her second <laughs> one. In terms of the music, but in terms of, like, appreciating her as an artist, like, definitely such a strong uh, role model, really. Yeah. 100%. Because she came up with that that song that was, like, they used to, they told me I had to be Britney Spears and, like, like all of this. And she's like, no, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm pink. Well, (laughs) I I was telling you guys before, I'm so, uh, I'm, like, really happy Kesha seems to be doing, like, better now. Mm. Because, like, I don't know, I don't ever really, like, relate or, like, attach myself so much to celebrities. No. Like, I just, like, I don't know what, what it is exactly about Kesha, but, like, my well-being is, like, very, it's, like, linked to, like, how I feel she's doing on any given day. Like, if I wake up, I was like, huh. I wonder if she's I happy. I Kesha's having a good day today. <laughs> I hope... Aww. Like, I hope she's she's having an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hope a butterfly landed on her hand. Like, it's like, well, you know, and when I think of that, it's like, I feel better. Yeah, and especially when you're such a, like, you're like a true fan. Mm. Like, I'm a fan of her in the sense of, like, I like her hits and I like her, but, like, you've listened to the albums. You know her all her songs. Like, mm-hmm. you know her to a T, you know what I mean? Like... Of course you're going to be concerned yeah. about her well-being. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just like I've never had that, like, emotional... Like, people... I, I've had people just be like, so this uh, this Kesha obsession you've got, that's, uh, <laughs> that's ironic, right? <laughs> you fool. You, you silly you fool. You truly love her. You yeah. dressed up as her one year, didn't you? Um, I dressed up as her many years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, privately. Then, every now and then Amy will just make up, oh, I think I'm going yeah. to be Kesha today. Fuck it. Um, Sunday. Uh, I, I think it was it. like New Year's Eve 2015. I just got fucking hammered and just went around a party telling people I was Kesha. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think and I think this is great for her going forward. I think yeah, I think, absolutely. She I think we're going to see control. more um, point. I can never say the word poignant. Yes, mm-hmm. good job. Poignant, <laughs> poignant, poignant is poignant, poignant. Lyrics from her as well. Ding ding mm. ding for Sarah saying poignant. Yeah, I said a word. <laughs> but like, I, I, I think knowing for me at least, 
knowing what she's been through is going mm. to make me appreciate her so much more. Well, honestly, when she first came out, I totally dismissed her. I had no interest. I thought she looked like she had a smell, and she just... <laughs> to be fair, she, you're right. She <laughs> did look like she had a smell. <laughs> she was brushing her teeth with Jack Daniels. <laughs> like, come on, smell. man. She I had just, halitosis, like, that, what? I thought she was quite trashy, to use nice terms, I mean, and you're right. Like, you're not wrong. Was, like, trashy, poppy part but of But now, that like, her with look. the Dr. Yeah. Luke thing, I'm just like, well, how much of that image was him dressing up, dressing she, her up as the little sex doll yeah. he wish he had? Or she did he thinks say he that, that, like, and, like, if you watch, like, interviews with her or, like, know anything, like, you can see that how that, like, look is, like, part of her personality taken and, like, amped up. Yeah, like, yeah. you get, like, yeah. the gold lame in the, wo- yeah. the uh, woman uh, video and stuff like that. Like, that kind of harkens back to what yeah. I kind of think of as classic Kesha. Yes. Or original Kesha. Yeah. But it's, like, better. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, more <laughs> free and fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's less being trashy because it's... Um, marketed Shtick. towards young people. Yeah. Like, it's less trashy in a peer-reviewed sort of way. Mm-hmm. Well, I also wonder, like, how much of that was my own internalized misogyny, you know, because You're the she worst. is... Uh, You're I the reason men ra- don't respect I us. I am a raging misogynist. I think anyone who knows me knows that. Uh, but, no, it just really makes me question, question, like, you know, I had this kind of reaction to her in her over-sexualized yeah. state, Mm-hmm. But then thinking of, like, she probably didn't really enjoy what, no. what she was doing or what she was projecting either. Mm-hmm. It's this male's fantasy that he's just written onto her. Yeah. yeah. And, like this is and that's how misogyny works, right? Yeah. Like, pitting women against each other and all of that stuff. So it's, I yeah. think it brings up a lot of... A lot of different issues. Oh, my God. 100, okay, so 100%. And I do want to tie back to someone who I love and my well-being is connected to, which is Katy Perry. And so, okay, she came out with a new album. She did a live stream over five days. She live streamed a therapy session. Oh, what? Her okay. one-hour therapy session with her therapist. And she was talking about how when she came out with, like, I Kissed a Girl and that kind of pin era of her. Mm. She was playing a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was... Because she... Think about it this way. She grew up in a Christian household. Her parents were traveling ministers. She was a strict Christian. Mm-hmm. She had a Christian album out. She was Catherine Hudson. Mm-hmm. She literally changed her name to Katy Perry mm-hmm. and became a character. And she played that character for a while. With this new album, she's trying to get away from that. Mm. So she like dyed her hair blonde. She cut it short, and she was like, bought, "This was all. It's all on YouTube. You can find the therapy session. Go check it out. It's crazy." Because she's talking about like, I left Catherine Hudson behind, and I wasn't done with her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I left that identity behind, and now I don't even want to look like Katy Perry anymore. Mm. But isn't that I mean, crazy? I don't mean to. Like, mm. I know you're mm-hmm. you're very mm-hmm. dead, but like now I feel like she she left Katy Perry and now she kind of looks like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Miley like, Cyrus has gone back to uh, what's her face. She's gone Maybe back she's to gone the gone back long... to, uh, what was the character she played? Uh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Yeah, she's kind of she? gone back okay. to a little bit. Hannah I appreciate Montana Miley yeah. Cyrus too. Like I know she has issues with her. Um, like culturally appropriating um, like themes from black culture, mm. Mm. but she's also I don't know she's just so 
supportive of the gay and trans community. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I don't know. It's weird to, like, pick some things you like from someone and yeah, just be like, oh, they're kind of icky in other ways. Right. The problem is everything is problematic. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I'm always, I always, like, kind of shy away from things that are billed as feminist because yeah. there's always some other problem with them that just overshadows it for me. It's, like, <laughs> not 100%. <laughs> like, it's feminist, Correct. but then it might be a little racist or, right. you know, maybe not racist, yeah. but, like, race-ignorant uh, or so I, I, however you want to phrase it. Yeah, so that way, like, everything is problematic, so no matter what you're going to like, they're, they're going to find something that that's bad. So yeah. I just choose to support the stuff that is like yep. coins co um co aligns with what I hope to support. Like you say you shy mm-hmm. away from feminist stuff, but that's the stuff I appreciate. Like I mm-hmm. will choose to support a show with a female lead mm-hmm. instead yeah. of not because right. oh well, you know, they don't have another female. Like I choose to support stuff that will continue to that I well, I hope will show has like um a fan and like back up to um to it and so there will be more female led mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. so that it kind Which, of paves the way yeah and yeah. also i'm like one person so i know i'm not doing much but so. yeah no 100 percent. but i think too it's that's another interesting one is Miley cyrus like she's gone through i think it's really cool when women admit that they've been reinventing themselves and this is what i was going through at the time so this is what i put out there you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like that honesty. I really like that honesty. And people like Miley Cyrus and Kesha and Katy Perry, like, admitting, like, listen, I was going through some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's fantastic. Amy seeing some broccoli. <laughs> ASMR. Oh! <laughs> Have you guys heard of ASMR? Yeah, ASMR. Uh, which is, like, people get, like, no. like relaxed and, like, like they like certain sounds really relax them. So like, there's a lot of ASMR stuff on YouTube of like people really like whispering. So if you whisper into a mic, yeah, it's very like, relaxing. I don't like. I don't think I've ever experienced it. Hmm. That I there's feel like you're looking at me. Like there's certain sounds I really like. There's certain sounds I really like. It's supposed to be like a, a, a like a of some sort distinct or? like. Um, experience you get um, from it. Yeah. And uh, you can get it, I, I from what I under, I thought I understood, once again, I am not an <laughs> ASMR. Um, but we are not I, ASMR experts, just to confirm. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I thought it was, like, it could be from sound, or it also could be from, like, other things, like people visual. being too close to... Like, cause like when someone's too close to me, I get like a like a, a electrical staticky like feeling in my face, which is close to what I heard described as ASMR, and I hate mm. it. So I just assumed that's what is that this was. like your radioactive powers acting up or something? <laughs> your oh my god, are you? It's my time. <laughs> yes, you've just let it out. Should I edit that out, Amy? For yeah, your... yeah, I don't need people. <laughs> I don't need my my enemies hunting me down. <laughs> that took a turn. Um, <laughs> are there any final thoughts on everything? Any anything else we kind of want to bring up or say before we maybe lighten it up a smidgen? No. Uh, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Yes, it does. All right. Just so yeah. we know. And it's also visual, too. I like to watch people draw or paint. Mm. I find it really relaxing. 
Okay. I'll sometimes I'll put videos you. on of that and just watch it, then I get sleepy and I fall asleep. I asked Dennis the other day how pipes are made, and he's like, I don't know. So I like queued up seven videos <laughs> yeah. on YouTube on how pipes are made, and then I fell asleep. So I just still don't know how pipes are made. Huh. <laughs> but you enjoyed watching it. But the I other enjoy, day? I enjoy watching uh, skilled people do things yeah. that yeah, they're talented at. Yes, I love it's that. Fasc- it's fascinating. Like, yeah. um, I've been watching uh, Awesome Games Done Quick, which are people um, doing speed runs of games. I don't play games, but it's, like, cool to see people who are the like really good at something. You, I well, you okay, I do play you, games. That's okay, <laughs> why don't, Amy, why don't you tell everyone what game you were playing just today? I wasn't playing it. Oh, you weren't playing it. I was watching a play you're, through. <laughs> you're going to play it. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> it's a Dream Daddy, Dad Dating Simulator. But... What I was going to say is it's fun. Like, I don't, like, play the games that they play on there. I don't, right. like... Okay. Um, but it's fun to, like, watch someone really good at something. Just do, do it. it. And, and I watched a tutorial on Excel the other day. <laughs> hey, it was educational. Like, I learned a lot. But also, it was like, huh, this is, this is like, super relaxing. <laughs> Did you enjoy watching people excel at Excel? She excelled at watching people excel at Excel. Amy uh, almost dinged the bell on me, and then I, she resisted. I did, I was going to, and then I did. Oh, what man. is the bell? I don't even know what the bell the is. Bell, <laughs> so the bell is for either if someone like says a good joke, uh, or if like you really agree with someone. Uh, yeah, like if someone says a point and you really agree with it, you can ding it. Oh, I wish I had known that. Yeah, now. So I, 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 I can. I can. I can. I can input the sound in. You're just gonna <laughs> ding at like really good like legal points. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, injunction. She tried to yes. overturn that lawsuit. Fuck yeah. yeah. We're back after a brief intermission talking about vaginas. We talked so much about vaginas. I kind of so regret not services. being recording it because it was pretty fantastic. But I'm really glad they did not. <laughs> I love how our tone changed. Like we were just like ah. ah! No, Mike's arm. Like we're professional now. We're professional. Buzz, so, buzz, buzz, radio. Ex- exactly. <laughs> we're going to we're going to try to end this podcast on a happier note than now what that we've we're been. done talking about rape. Exactly. We've gotten it out of our systems. Is there anything else to talk about? No, I don't know. You're pretty obsessed with that word. <laughs> it's my favorite word. <laughs> what is rape? Oh, <laughs> what words that we used to work with? Told Tell Amanda me. she was obsessed with the word rape. <laughs> oh my god! You just find what, like just ways to say it in every conversation. No, she, like emailed us this article about something. No, what? it was I was watching. Um, I was listening to a call that had video, and the guy was shopping for a nondescript white van, and I said he was looking for a rape van. And then <laughs> Shelly, one of our coworkers, is like. You're obsessed with that word. She's British. Oh, wow. Well, I was told today... Okay, I need your opinion on this. Ooh, let's ask Amanda's opinion. So I was told today, when I was coming over, I told someone that we're going to talk about cash and we're going to talk about rape. Oh, And I was told that it's not PC to say rape anymore. It's better to say sexual assault. Sexual assault and rape are two different things, in my opinion. Like, from what I understand, yeah. Sexual is sure... Sorry. I mean, you're obsessed with you're the, the words. So I, the feel like I, know, I feel like also, I know you're the legal already. expert. Oh, uh, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Don't set me up for lawsuits. That should be the first, <laughs> the first like sentence of my description for this episode. We are not lawyers. Yeah, that should be the title. Not, like, please do not quote us in any rudimentary of understandings, but very strong opinions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm just like I am I not knowledgeable, like, but I am so angry. When I heard that, I was just like, what? Like. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't scream it from the rooftops, but I haven't I'm not heard scared of that myself. Yeah. But I have also not been on the internet for a few days, so yeah. I mean that definitely could have yeah. become a thing very quickly, and I maybe, missed it. Maybe things changed. The time you were away, I've been us. on the internet almost nonstop for the past <laughs> couple days. I can tell you that has not come up. Oh man! All right. Well, let's just let's just do a quick U-turn and yeah, change I think it that up. guy was just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was a man. Yeah, it was a that, man. Well, then, yeah, I'm rape not... doesn't exist anymore. Like, yeah. I just no. I personally am like, it feels like erasure. Like you just, yeah, yeah. Like you come. Like I was there. telling Amy, I'm like, I could just like maybe touch Amy's boob, and and she might not want me to, and that's sexual well, assault. So I didn't, I, but I didn't rape her. You know no. what I mean? Like, uh, that's, that's just my opinion. opinion. Sexual assault is like unwanted sexual contact, but yeah. rape is unwanted sex. Yeah. To me, rape actually, I and some feminists would probably get mad at me for saying this, and some wouldn't. But <laughs> say <laughs> someone, <laughs> so they, I take a little bit of a broader sta- broader stance mm. on rape as a, as not just involving genitals. Mm. Um, have either of you seen American History X? No. no. Oh, there's there's a scene um, where the uh, white supremacists raid a local grocery store and it's uh, owned and operated by immigrants and they take the female cashier, I believe she's Indian, not white in any case of person of color mm-hmm. and they lay her down on the conveyor and they pour milk into her mouth and make her drink the milk and like that to me like witnessing that scene was I had the same reaction yeah. as to a rape scene and like right. the the forceful entry of your body yeah is I guess rape. That's, like that's, that's how a I very, see it that's very true we were talking because like I mean about... forced oral sex that is rape yeah oh. absolutely and, and like honestly making someone ingest something that they yeah. do not want it's to a, ingest. Would you say it's, rape's more like a penetrative act? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the violation of the boundary of your body. Yeah. Like entering your body like, with something. Yeah, I agree. I actually do totally agree on that. Like I, And like I say, some, some people very much want to take a very narrow definition I, of rape, and I understand that 100%. Yeah. But to me, I, I have the same visceral response to that kind of Right. Violation. I think especially like ugh, the horse blowjobs thing is that's absolutely right. it's something that I've experienced. Oh, so God. like I one hundred and it's kind of one of those things. Like I don't think guys, all guys, realize what they're doing because fucking porn has mm-hmm. influenced them so fucking much that when they're Actually, having sex with a girl, they're like, "This is just what this is. This is what it is. This is normal. This is what I'm yeah. supposed to do." I had a guy, and it's like, "No, <laughs> you're literally like, like I don't know. It's 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 a scary thing to happen." I had a guy pull my hair once, mm-hmm. and I like stopped, and I was like, yeah. "No, no, you need to learn. <laughs> That's yeah. not okay. It's very rapey. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is in porn." And it's just readily available for guys to watch. And they watch it, and they're like, okay, this is what women like. I have no issue with porn. 
pornography. Like I do. Pornhub is like the sex educator of the world right now. But it yeah, is. once it's you scary, get, though. I have no problem. Well, no, with, I mean they actually have sex positive. Yeah, they do. Oh, they they have have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they have actually really like, actual sex ed. Like they yeah. are presenting That's actual so, sex. Ed. I have absolutely no problem with pornography. It's like, but if you get. If that's how you learn how to have sex, that's, that's an good. issue. Like, yeah, that's... I 100% have an issue with porn. Like, one, maybe it's because I watch it so much. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I, maybe I've delved deeper into, like, weird shit. But I, I've never... Pornhub is not one of my sites, so maybe I'll check out Pornhub. But... They also, like, don't they, like, uh, donate money to, like, plant trees and stuff? Like, I have a... Oh, uh, yeah, they like, cut off the the state that, like, stop letting trans, uh, transgendered people use the bathroom that yeah. fits their actual Like, Pornhub's actually, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure they're problematic, as we discussed previously, but I don't know, so far, like, I have a pretty solid, like, impression of Pornhub. Okay. Okay, I, I, honestly, I haven't consumed a lot of porn in You haven't a while. eaten many porn mags? I <laughs> have not watched a lot of uh, pornographic okay. videos, mm-hmm. um... There was a time when I quite enjoyed a lot of porn, but there was just, I don't know, I came to a point where so many of the women Mm. I saw depicted had the dead eyes. Yeah. Yeah. No, the porno industry is The dead eyes. And like, honestly, the produced stuff is a little bit better. There's like 30 people there. You know, there's people, this is their day job videotaping this stuff. And like, there's a certain kind of... Yeah. vibe or kind of I protection have in that. no problem with pornography as long as it's done in consent a, is the yeah, thing, 100%. right? And, like, there's just so much amateur stuff now. Well, yeah. not even not some of the non-amateur stuff, but, like, you don't... I just feel like I don't know. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell. I just personally think the rough stuff is... Okay, like... And there's, I have a whole episode about this. It's episode nine. It is what it is. People like what they like. But I think as someone with fresh eyes watching it and all they see is rough. Mm. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like going to set a precedent of, like, form. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to learn about how to do that shit. Don't just you can't just watch do it video. Yeah. And then there's play. Like, most people regard who are doing it, like, to actually please their partners like, it, it's, it's fun because it's, like, you know, dress-up time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You get to uh, play a character, and that's fun. And, like, sure, you may enact, like, violent scenes, but because you're with someone you trust, yeah. and their goal is not to actually harm you, but to, like, temporarily hurt you in the moment <laughs> for and- your pleasure, it's... Uh, but there are real sadists as well. 110%. And you'll probably agree as well that aftercare is so fucking important in those situations. Mm. And so many times have I experienced bad aftercare. Mm. And that's why I kind of... I'm just kind of a little more leery of it now. Yeah. No, I'm waiting I mean- until I find someone I really trust... Mm-hmm. To do that shit with. Because it's something that I'm curious about 100%. I just think that with porn, it's like, it's way too, I don't know, it's just too Well, it's a hard bastardization on the yeah. of sex. It's like purely fantasy, and it's purely 99.99% through the lens of what the man, man wants. feels yes. is a fantasy. And 
I just you're standing there with that cat. And I, can't. I know. Amy <laughs> left lost and came back dog. to hold the cat, <laughs> as if to like politely tell us, "Please stop talking about rape, rapey socks right we now." We're done with this. <laughs> Well, you know, I just had my second no, glass, and now we're no, I'm, 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 I'm real. That's that's the whole point of the show. I'm like, I love the progression, but I love talking about shit like this, especially from people who are involved in the community. But I'm just, I am fascinated by it because I do think it's something people should learn more about before they dive in. Oh yeah, there's you know? like some great instructional books out there that are very like step mm. A, B, C. This is what you do. Yeah, and it's it's very clear. Yeah, I just personally think sure. it's, it's annoying to me when porn is like sixty percent porn. Thank you. No, like, no. Oh yeah, no. Well, that's great. <laughs> I don't like watching blowjobs. I just don't. That's just me. Any other thoughts on porn? <laughs> I, I agree with porn as a concept, but I believe that the industry can be very easily the, abused. This is what I meant to say. Do you guys know who Erica Lust is? No. I have she's no a idea. fantastic female porn director, and she makes Ooh. she. D- oh, you gotta support them female porn directors. Um, yeah, I, I must say, in it's, those, I've never she's all about like a really good story. Yeah, well, I'm like, sorry. That's so the dialogue is just. What, do you know what she There's does? No actual sex. No, this is <laughs> they just hold cats. No, this is super notice. cool. She gets people to write in about their fantasies, mm-hmm. and then she puts them to film. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and she is very much about creating a safe space for women, like making them feel safe. Mm. And it's I'm just I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I'm just plugging plugging my okay. favorite my I favorite porn like, directors. That actually sounds like something I'd be interested. Should look in. her up, Erica Lust. I miss. I mean, I think my first introduction to porn my first introduction to that was reading the 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 section of cosmo that had the clips from the erotic books mm-hmm. they would have like little snippets and that stuff still fucking gets me going reading oh, that uh, shit i'm all about it God, <laughs> sarah jesus christ apparently <laughs> rose is <laughs> the <Bruce Sarah>. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out I haven't said I've kept all of this to myself. <laughs> I can still get into politics. <laughs> that's very true. But okay, that said, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say Amanda's going to be back on, and we're going to talk about some different stuff and have a whole episode dedicated to that. So we'll you'll be back on, right? Right, Amanda? Yeah, I guess you, so. You're going to come back on. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love I'm talking about stuff my like future this. now, Amy, after your comments. We're going to wrap it up, even though I would love to keep talking, but, you know. I'm also lazy and don't want to edit a two-hour episode, okay? Um, so thank you guys for being on. This was excellent. And Amanda, you'll be back on. And Amy is going to be back on, actually. Me and Amy have yeah. some unofficial plans. They're not official yet to do a super cool We're running for president. Episode. No, wait, we're doing another episode. We're doing another episode. Probably in August sometime. Yes. About uh, true, true oh, crime. Oh, we're telling? Okay, true crime. True crime. Um, I, um, aside from Kesha, one of the things I am obsessed with is uh, true crime and... Uh, I've been listening to nothing but true crime podcasts, so I'm yeah. super excited. So me and Amy are, well, we're planning something else that I'm not going to announce just yet because we don't have the details. Yeah. 
it'll be announced very soon. But um, we're hoping to get some people together and get some sound bites and also do an episode on our own about some cool stuff. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And um, any last words, you guys? Do you want to plug any any social medias or anything? Feel free. You can if you want. You don't have to. <laughs> you guys are looking like <laughs> I don't have social media. I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> Do you have a Twitter or anything? Yeah. yeah I feel like you would be a Twitter person. You can find me on Twitter at Amanda Refuse. Yes. And if you can figure out how to spell it, then you win the prize of being able to follow well, there, me. There you go. <laughs> is that a word people commonly misspell? It seems pretty easy. Well, my last name is kind of funny. When people see it written, they can never seem to pronounce it correctly. And ah. then when they hear it, if they've only heard it, they can never seem to spell it yeah. correctly. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, fair it's enough. So simple. Uh, at Amanda Refuse. I'm on Instagram. Ooh, yes, yeah. At Stolen Tents. Yeah, follow all one word. And Amy does super cool art stuff that she posts on there. So yeah. it's super cool. You guys should follow both of these lovely ladies. Thank you guys so much for coming on. They'll be back. You know how it is. Ring that bell. Oh, you're still here? Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening to the entire episode. If you're still here, you made it through over an hour of us talking. So you must like us a little bit, right? Would love it if you could go leave us a iTunes review. It would be great for the podcast. It would make it more visible to other people who don't know about it. So if you could, that would be very appreciated. Thanks for listening.